this woman had a name. She had a father and a mother. And this story really happened. Instead of being protected by the men in her life, she was used as barter. And they said, maybe this will satisfy them and they will leave me alone. I can't begin to describe the heartbreak I experienced as I studied Judges chapter 19. The events of Judges 19 are what happens when God is not your king. The weak and vulnerable become property. They become faceless people with a price tag. As we've journeyed through the book of Judges, we have seen a steady decline in the treatment of women. In the opening chapter, Caleb's daughter was honored. Early on, we saw Deborah and Jael doing what the men should have been doing. But then we encountered Jephthah's hasty vow that cost his daughter her life. And then we see Samson abuse and mistreat women. And now this. Listen to what it says in Judges 19 verse 24. Behold, here are my virgin daughter and this man's concubine. Let me bring them out now and violate them and do with them what seems good to you. This nameless woman in the text is flung out the door without a second thought. And then the Levite in the story goes to bed for a good night's rest when he awakens in the morning and prepares his things and opens the door to leave. Only then is he concerned with his concubine. There she lays, cold, naked, and lifeless. And he barks at her, Get up, woman. It's time to go. When God is not your king, people become property to leverage instead of image bearers of God to love. Over the last several generations, it's been said that Christian faith minimizes and demeans women with its call of submission to husbands and not allowing women to serve in pastoral roles. That if we truly follow Christ and His Word, then women are boxed in and not able to realize their full human potential or they're considered as not as valuable to society. I actually chuckle at that. There's no other faith that elevates women to their rightful equal position in Christ than Christianity. Jesus elevated women to a place of honor and dignity in a time when a woman's testimony was not permitted in court. The gospel writer and Paul and other apostles made sure that the role of women was honored and esteemed and protected. I would lay the charge at secular society and at the feminist movement specifically, who has attempted to strip women of their God-given, God-ordained roles and has rather piled on the stress and pressure and anxiety and burden upon women like we've never seen before to push them to either abandon the idea of being a wife and mother or to embrace the idea of being a super wife and super mother who can accomplish all the tasks that each hold while excelling at a job that eats up 40 plus hours of her week or by promoting the idea that you can be a parent who needs no help from anyone, especially a man, while at the same time maintaining the looks of your wedding day. Now you tell me, who is unnecessarily burdening the modern-day woman? But if this thing is done right, men, if we follow Christ, if He is our King, then our women within the Christian faith will be the most cared for, doted on, loved, nourished, cherished, radiant, hardworking, protected, and value women in all the earth. It should be that way. Your wife is not your personal servant. She is your personal treasure to cherish and love and lead. She's not a piece of property. She is a sister of Jesus, a daughter of God the Father, created in His image, carrying with her His stamp and value. So treat her as such. How despicable for this Levite man to cast this woman to the wolves without a second thought. And men, 
If you cast your wife or daughters into the throes of modern-day culture, expecting her to fend for herself, you're not much better. She will be used and abused and come crawling back to your door wondering where you were to protect her. But if you walk with Jesus day by day, then the women in your life will be loved and cared for as only Jesus can love and care for them. When you pray today, please remember Todd Cox and his family, our missionaries in Georgia. Also remember the Galuo Life Word broadcast heard in Kenya and Tanzania.